Ladies and jelly beans, boys and squirrels, I come before you to stand behind you to tell you something I know nothing about. Next Wednesday, which is Good Friday, there's a mother's meeting for fathers only. It's free admission. You pay at the door, you find a seat, and you sit on the floor. That's right. Today I'm talking to Brian Elaine of BrianElaine.com, KillerTribes.com, 31 Days to Your Blogging Mojo, and the upcoming book, Clams Are Actually Very Miserable. That's not the actual title. The actual title is Actually Clams Are Miserable, but I mix it up to get your attention. See? That's called Teaching 101.2. All right? Again, you're with Talk Hugs. You can follow us on Twitter at Talk Hugs or go to our uh, Facebook page at TalkHugs.com. You can follow me at Tyler Tarver on Twitter or go to TylerTarver.com. You've got so many options and so little time to throw things in the dark. One last thing. Don't forget, you can get my audio book to my book. I wrote my book, my book, my book. Letters to Famous People for free. All you got to do is go on to iTunes, find Talk Hugs. On iTunes, under podcasts, it's the only one that has my face. Look like Stormtrooper. Go on there, say, five stars, this is great, and then leave a comment. Guess what? You get the audiobook for free. A lot of people are not capitalizing on that. I don't think you realize how mediocre this book is and how much it can keep your life the exact same. Not change it. No, that's insane. We want to keep it the exact same. Exact same. If you want to stay the way you are, be content like you're supposed to be in your heart, I'm going to stop talking. What am I even saying? Go to iTunes, rate it five stars, and leave a comment. You get a free book. Um, 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 let's get started. Solid. 
Is that universal? Um, uh, I don't believe that's a, a universal. I'm not sure. There may be um, in the, the the standard of scientific measures somewhere in Stockholm, I believe, they do have, like, some standards set. Um, but I don't know if they hold to that or not because they're a Swedish company. Uh, yeah, I don't know a lot about Sweden. Uh, I'll, I know pretty much everything there is to know about Sweden except for everything except for cheese. Don't they make cheese there or something? They may. I'm I'm going to be visiting Holland at the beginning of 2013, and I oh. think that's somewhere next to Sweden on a map. But I'm not sure. Are are, are you you're are you allowed are y'all allowed to say who you're going with? Isn't, uh, isn't, can I can I use code? Mad. No, you can you can talk about that trip, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, you're going with Chad Gibbs, right? I am going with Chad Gibbs. The crew. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Okay, here's my theory, and you can you can verify it in, would you say February, isn't that right? Is that when you're going? Uh, what's that? Are you going in February? Yes, February. Okay, so you verify, verify on Valentine's Day. Is Chad really going to all these places, or is he just, like, getting pictures off Google Images and then just, like, putting them <laughs> up? <laughs> He's like, I'll put this filter on it, because let's be real. They look better than iPhone pictures. They're very clear. Yeah, I wonder that, too. And, like, he'll post, like, within one week, it's, like, a picture of the Eiffel Tower and then a picture of the pyramids. And I'm like, is yeah. he really hitting up all these places? Yeah, yeah, I know. And then, like, last week, he put a picture. He's like, I'm on the moon. And I was like, okay, this is getting a little sketchy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know he's good at frequent flyer miles and stuff, but I don't know that NASA accepts them. So. How awesome would that be if you could build up enough frequent flyer miles to go to the moon? Like, oh, if you're here, you can go on the moon. You're like, cool. And you go up there and you, like, eat some cheese stuff on the moon and then you drive back. You can't really drive back. Okay. No, for real, job transition. I know you just, you just, I guess if, if one wanted to use the term uh, popularized by John Acuff, you've quittered your mm. career. And that, that, that's the way to use it, correct? That's, it's an adjective verb. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to use that term. Okay. I don't want to use that term because he's got a patent on it or a trademark, oh, and then we owe him a lot of money. Um, yeah, I already sent like three ducks. We got different bartering systems here in Arkansas. Nice. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I am. This is the end of my fourth week working for myself um, versus working for the man. And yeah, white people, right? Mm-hmm. The worst. What's that? I said white people are the worst. <laughs> and, uh, again, I'm not going to touch that one either. But um, but no, it's yeah. great. Like, there's two ways that I can answer that question. There's like the mature adult. Um, I'm talking to another person, and I'm trying to sound cool and way and say like, yeah, it's been going great, and I've got a lot of work done. I've been very very productive, and I'm enjoying it. And then there's, like, the other way I can answer it, which is, like, how I really feel, which is, like, Wee! I'm having so much fun, and I love it. Um, so, yeah. I prefer the second things. one, and I think you should talk like that the rest of the interview. Okay. And you're going on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun. I feel like you've got pigtails and cotton candy right now. Like, you see them pick it up out of your seat, and you're, like, and then you start going with it. No, but seriously, though, like, um, 
I, I put a video up on my blog, which um, probably like 3% of your listeners seen, have seen, uh, which is kind of my story of how I did the last part of this transition. And it involves, speaking of John Acuff, it involves um, talking to him and people at the Dave Ramsey organization about possibly working there. Yes. Thing. And then that, that ended up not happening, and it led to um, it ended up leading to me quitting uh, my own job. But um, but where was I going? That oh, but the I'll never forget March 12th. It was a Monday, and that was the day that I talked to John and his boss on the phone about the possibility of going to work for them. And that was like the first time that I legitimately had uh, something an escape route, I guess, from my day job. And so on that car ride home, I literally did that voice that I just had. Like, I squealed like a girl the whole way home uh, because I knew, like, things were probably going to change after that phone call. So my, my excited in the car and my having to pee while in the car, those are both very similar actions for me. I'm just pressing my body against the back of the seat and, like, looking yeah. around and just, like, tapping my hands on stuff like I've been just going to fit the crack. That Have you ever had one of those? Have you ever had one of those where you have to poop so bad that you're like, when I have to, that happened to me one time in the car and I had to arch my back like to the point where my body was straight and I was like on the gas pedal and oh my gosh, it was so bad. I didn't think I was going to make it. Oh my goodness. The only thing they can make that better is if you've got a passenger, if you've got passengers in the car. (laughs) Yes. No, but I have, uh, I have one time when I was in college, we were going to a regional like football game in Florida and there was like literally like we were going probably about 30 or 40 minutes there was no gas stations and I had to pee and so I, I peed in a bottle while I was driving uh-huh. but like it turns out it wasn't just a number one it was like a, a number 1.8 because I moved a little on myself so, so it was similar but I just didn't handle myself as well you know Body yeah and I also difficult. I like how you how you worked in the regional flag football thing there. Just kind of like, Did oh, by that? the way, I was I was better than local flag football. I was good enough for regionals. That's nice. Yeah, exactly. Very subtle. I thought of it as I was saying. I was like, I sound like a tool right now. <laughs> so I need to. But I think crapping yourself while you're driving with a car full of people, I think that equalizes. That that equalizes it, right? I'm back where I started. I, I think yeah. You come okay. out even. I think Darren McFadden would agree with me. Yeah. I only say that because I'm driving past this house right now, so that's the only reason I'm thinking. Oh, really? You live in Oakland? Yeah. <laughs> Close. Nice. I think th- I don't think he occupies this house during football season. I think his buddies mm-hmm. live there. It's nice, though. It's on the side of the hill in the Arkansas River, and he's got, like, a basketball court out there side of the mountain. Nice. Okay. Now, question number – where are we at? Eight or nine? Question number nine. Yeah. Um, what's, like – okay, so you, you, you've transitioned. Over and I did, I watched that video where you where you uh, were talking about everything going down. Uh, with, yeah. Uh, just a quick question about that because I forgot to ask when you were talking about it. Was the 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 job that you almost got with Dave Ramsey and, and the John Aka was that was that going to require you to move to Nashville or were you going to be able to do that from where you live in Pennsylvania? Um, at first, it was going to be require a move. They were talking about full time. Um, and so we got a phone call from them right before my conference, which was in Nashville in March. So, like, the night before the conference, we did, like, a pre-interview with John and his boss and, and his boss's boss. And then the next day, we kind of – or the day before the conference also, we drove around and saw some houses and 
Um, so, like, we were in the mindset of if this, if this works out, if the money works out and the role is exactly what I'm looking for, um, we were ready to move. We told the kids about it, and, um, yeah. So we were, we were ready to move, um, and then it ended up, when that fell apart, it became a part-time possibility, which would have meant staying in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. And then that fell through, too. But, um, yeah, it was moving to the moving to Nashville. Nice. So you eventually probably, since you were having to kill the tribes in Nashville, you were just going to stay there. And you are just like, you know what, I don't need my own stuff, and you're just going to buy new stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were prepared to even, you know, we were going to call the kids up and say, hey, listen, we're down here. Um, you guys just have to figure out a way to get 14 hours south. Um, you know, I mean, they're eight, a, they're eight and, yeah, yeah, they were, they were eight and ten. It's not like they were five and ten. Oh yeah, homeward bound <laughs> animals found their way and they're like animals. So kids can do it, no problem. I always get homeward bound mixed up with Milo and Otis. Both solid movies. Solid Are they? Movies. See, I, I can't remember watching either of them. I just know they both exist. Or I didn't know if Milo and Otis were the characters in Homeward Bound or if that was a different movie. No, it was Fassy Chance and whatever the old one was. I don't remember the okay. old one. Shadow. That was it. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know all the stages of mitosis, but I know what freaking animals were on Homeward Bound. <laughs> That's solid information right there. Uh, so you're, at, you, you're working out of your office, which is like a loft apartment, yet it's underground, right? Yeah, it's in my basement. Yeah, nailed it. Um, what can you can you walk like if for people listening? Because I'll be honest, you said earlier about 0.3 of my listeners have seen that video. That would be like 0.2 of a person. It's like their leg would have seen it. Uh, so, so, uh, so pretty much these people you're probably sending them here. So they want to know what is like what's your like average day? I know I know because I follow you on Instagram. I know you're still. You're getting up early and you're still starting your day off early. Like, what do you – do you have, like – you pretty much have projects and you just work on a project till you're done, or do you have set times Do you work on specific things? Uh, I'm definitely still trying to figure that out. Um, it's hard because I got so good at uh, – or I tried to get good at being really effective in, like, two-hour chunks. So, like, two hours before yeah. work or one hour at lunch. Um, and so I, I got pretty good at that, but now it's, like – boom, eight-hour day, what are you going to do? And uh, so it definitely requires a different mindset. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, what seems to work best for me is to, like, at this point, focus an entire day on one project um, instead of kind of flipping around and doing a whole bunch of different things. But I'm definitely in the in the middle of it. You know, my typical day right now, um, my daughter has to get up at 6.30 for middle school, so I'm um, getting breakfast with her, and then my son gets up and um, getting him breakfast and kind of seeing them off. So I'm not really getting a whole lot of work done before, like, 8.30, uh, which is also a change for me, but um, but but I'm getting used to it. And I'm sure, like, if I have projects that are on deadline, I'll, I'll definitely be willing to crack open some 5 a.m. because I don't mind doing that either. Um, but then it's just, yeah, it's I'm trying to get another book out, so I'm working on that, or I'm trying not to let my emails pile up like they used to. Um, yeah, it's I'm only four weeks in, so I'm definitely still trying to find my groove. Yeah, I saw about the um, clams. Uh, actually, clams aren't that happy. What, what, what's the title of it? If you don't, you you can say it, right? You already posted it. Yeah, I just 
I announced it today, so now it's out there. But yeah, actually, clams are miserable. Is uh, yes. the title of my next book. So. All right. I saw it while I was using the restroom. That's when I checked my Instagram. Nice. As do I. But uh, that's awesome, and it's a compilation of your Thursday posts, right? About uh, about like cliches. Yes. Yeah. I last year I ran a series. Um, 2010 and 2011, I ran a cliche Thursday series where I would just kind of make fun of the expressions that we use because um, some of them are really stupid. And so, yeah, I was thinking about what can I turn from my blog into a book. And I, I started looking at those, realized I had like over 100. So um called them all together and tried to make them funnier and took the best ones and ended up with 101 that I was real happy with. And, uh, That's a solid number. That's a solid number. It works for the animation. So it's got to work for cliches. Exactly. So, yeah, I think it's it's so it's weird because I've, I've looked at these cliches now so many times. Like, I've, you know, my joke, whatever, pick any cliche in, that's in the book, and I, I obviously I could tell you what joke or jokes I have for it because I wrote them a couple years ago, and now I've been editing and looking at it. So, it's like, the book doesn't make me laugh anymore. Um, so you start to wonder if it's even funny. Um, I don't know if you've ever had that happen before, but so now it's like. The first time I watch a video I've made or something I've done, I'm like, I always think, meh, and I just like, screw it, I'll put it up anyways. So, <laughs> yeah. Your feelings after reading it and doing it for a couple of years is what I feel after like five minutes. <laughs> but that's fine. Well, that's, I'm hoping it's funny, um, but you never know until you get it out there. So we'll see. That's true. I bet you you're probably gonna make a billionaire after this. That's the that's the plan, right? What uh well let me ask you, what do you think uh how much should I charge for a paperback on Amazon? Ooh, it's uh how many it I saw it, it looked like it was I would guess around hundred pages or eighty dollars yeah, pages. Hundred and twenty pages. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, personally, what I've noticed, people don't want to pay more than five bucks for anything off the internet. I know. But then again, if you do that, you're—I mean—they're royalties. They're going to take like they won't even let you sell it for that sometimes. No, yeah. Are you doing it through CreateSpace? Yeah. CreateSpace. Yeah. yeah. I think I stuck mine up there for like eight or ten, and it's really just a novelty thing, you know, because you can get the, the people now. I've noticed they're just buying digital stuff, you know, especially people off the internet. Yeah. You know? Five bucks for that. The other one's really just for me to have. And if I go do a conference or do something like that, I'll stick them out there and sell a couple. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm thinking like seven or eight bucks, but I don't know. Yeah. That's what I would do. People don't like double digits. I've noticed that. No. They don't want to. They don't. I know Tyler Stan's book at one point was on sale for eleven ninety nine, and he was actually selling negative copies. <laughs> People were just like asking for refunds without having bought it because they were so offended by the price. Uh, now that's not true. Yeah. I'm sorry that. I and the that. best part was that it was all like free on his website. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I was like, I could do that, or I could just. Then again, I, I bought a copy. I'm guessing you bought a copy, so it worked on some of them. Actually, you probably didn't have to buy a copy, right? You like go to his house on the weekends, so you could just like steal it when he's not looking. Yeah, I actually did buy a copy. Um, there you go. And then I, I recently saw that I had bought a copy when I was logging into my CreateSpace account. And I was like, really? I spent money on this? Um, 
No, I mean, it's good. It's, I actually was, I was actually looking at his book today, No Word of a Lie, because I've got, I've got like all the paperbacks that I own kind of laid out, and I was like measuring them, you know, to see what sizes they were, and I like the yeah. way this one looks, and this one, whatever. So I've got them all on my desk, and I just happened to pick his up today, and I was looking through it, and of course, it's got some funny stuff in there, so. Yeah. It is, it is um, funny. It's called Everyday Absurdities, and the people listening to this should definitely buy it. Oh, it's very, very good. Yeah, I bought it a couple of years ago at Catalyst, I think. It was, it was good. Good stuff. Yep. It's good. He's got good, like, he's really good at observing people and then talking about things. Like, he should give, like, an advice column in the newspaper if anybody read the newspaper anymore. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think he knows that he's good at that, too, because I think some of the video stuff that he and Tripp are going to be working on, kind of a lot yeah. of it is based on, Based on that kind of stuff, like rules like for being in the airport, etiquette, rules uh, for, yeah, etiquette for Starbucks, and, and yeah. yeah, that kind of crap. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell a lot of that writing originated from his brain hole. That's what it's called, a brain let's, hole, let's right? Talk, let's talk more about me. Because this is yeah, let's, podcast, yeah so. forget Stanton. Where is he? I don't even know. Probably on the moon yeah. with the dude with the flyer mile. All right, Killer Tribe. Yeah. Let me talk about that. I know a lot of things are, like, you, you've been essentially in the process of, like, I don't want to say revamping, but, you, like, injecting steroids in Killer Tribes, from what I can yeah. tell. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Yes, we're, we're, we're cycling on right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, that's, sure, that's one of the things that I am currently devoting some of my days to is kind of reworking the killertribes.com web presence right now. It's a, it's a website, but it's not a blog, and so there's not really reason for people to come back uh, to it and buy the products and look at my handsome picture and all that. So, um, yeah. so I'm trying to – so I'm going to be relaunching it in October 2012, and uh, I'm going to have a blog on there so that I can share some knowledge and give people a reason to keep coming back to the site and all that. Um, so I, that's what I'm working on. I mean, Killer Tribes is about um, resources, you know, like my book that I have out, 31 Days to Finding Your Blogging Mojo. Um, it is events like the Killer Tribes Conference, which happened in March 2012 and is hopefully going to happen in April 2013. I'm still yeah. mailing out a date on that. Um, I would love to have breaking news and announce the date on your podcast, but uh, I just don't have it yet. Um, so April got, 1st. April 1st. Will not be April 1st. That's the day after Easter. And, um, and yeah. Plus we say that, though. We can always change it later and be like, oh, we're just kidding. April Fool's. That's true. It's I thought, you know, we could change Easter, which would be cool if we could. Oh, yeah, we can change Easter. Just do it three days yeah. before and then, like, do a little switchy. I mean, well, what the heck? Easter changes every year anyway. Like, no, who even knows? I don't. I just know whenever Amanda says, thing. I want you to wear a bow tie. And I'm like, no, that's when Easter's coming. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, Killer Tribes. So I've got the resources like the book. I've got the event. I've got the Killer Tribes blogger community, um, which you are a part of. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm 007. Yeah. Member number seven. Member number seven. That's right, 007. Um, and so I've, I've been putting more time into that and going to continue to put more time into it because um, – it takes a lot to help people in the community sometimes, but every time I do it, I'm like, I just, I love it. Like, I, I would say I get a high off it, but that sounds a little dumb. 
Um, but I just I love helping people kind of like overcome the things that are frustrating to them. It's like sometimes you just need uh, you just need a second opinion, or you just need somebody to say, "Yeah, that's a good idea," or "That's a good idea," but what if you thought, "What if you did it this way?" Um, you know, we don't trust ourselves, and with good reason because we all have really dumb ideas sometimes. But I love it when I can help uh, other bloggers, and so I'm I'm hoping to do that more and more in the community now that I have a little bit more time. Um, so that's definitely a big part of Killer Tribes, and there's tons of information on that at mykillertribe.com. So there's a plug. Check it. So I got a question for you. Killer Tribes Conference 2013, can we get giraffes there? What do you think? Just spitballing. Um, wow, you're really putting me on the spot here. Um, I, I know you've been thinking about it. Well, in one of the promos that we cut for last year's, we ha- we talked about giraffe lovemaking. Um, oh. But I don't, I can't remember if that actually made it into one of the final promos that we released or not. Um, but Trip didn't want to have giraffe lovemaking at one of the sessions, and that didn't happen. I don't know. The thing about giraffe lovemaking, lovemaking is that you need two giraffes to pull that off. Yep. And it's um, tough. It's tough. They don't like to travel in packs. They, they, Got stuck on a boat a couple thousand years ago, and it was real cramped. They had nowhere to breathe. Yeah. So ever since then, they, just, they don't like it. Do you think if we ate giraffes, do you think that the neck muscles would be, like, the tenderloin, like, the best part? Or do you think it would be, like, real gamey and nasty? Like, it's got to be strong, especially near the lower neck, because those dudes, like, they swing it around. It's, like, real stiff looking, you know? Mm-hmm. Then again, it might be the throat bones. Is that That's the technical term, throat bones, right? I've never even heard of that before in my life. I think so. I've got I've got an Encyclopedia Britannica in my car, and I just looked it up. <laughs> Solid. I, um, yeah. Can I call back to something a little bit earlier in the podcast? Uh, more than anything in the world, rewind. Okay. What you got? Uh, you're a math teacher, right? Uh, I am actually now in administration at a school, but yeah, I used to be for yeah. five years. Okay. Um, obviously, I'm trying to set you up here to make you look bad, but. Um, I said something about 3% of your listeners, and then when you referenced that, you said 0.3 of my listeners. Um, and I'm I'm not a former math teacher, but I no, believe that's 0.03. 0.3 and 3%. So I don't know if you need if do we need to like record this whole podcast over again? Is that going to really embarrass you, or are you I mean, cool with that? I think we're just going to start back at the beginning. Hey, I'm here with Brian Elaine of TylerStanton.com, author of Everyday Absurdities. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I wow. completely missed it on that. It was it's point zero three, right? You said three percent. I did say three percent, but that's point zero three. Solid catch, man. Yeah. Thanks. You just you, you know. just read you just read squiggly line my Microsoft Word and you <laughs> caught it and you corrected it. It's because I'm my daughter is dealing with like decimals and that sort of thing. So I'm, it's really fresh in my head right now, you know, helping her yeah. out with homework. So how are you? Are you good at math? Like, are you, is that something, or is it, are you just getting refreshed on it? Are you an engineer? Yeah, no, I mean, I. So you're good at math. Yeah, I have an engineering degree, and um, math was always one of my. I didn't go into engineering because I wanted to be an engineer, and I loved engineering. I went into it because I was good at math and science, and the one school that I applied to, my long shot school, actually accepted me, and it was an engineering school, and so I was like, oh, crap, I guess I need to go to engineering school and be an engineer. So, um, like a lot of other things in life, I just kind of sleepwalked into that, and I'm, I don't regret anything that I've done or any steps that have gotten me to where I am now, but 
definitely just kind of crazy looking back at it. Yeah, it's weird how, like, one little thing, and then you go down a road for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we're out Waldo Emerson talking to you right there, wasn't it? <laughs> and, I mean, depending on, you know, where you're at spiritually, some people think that there's a God who uh, his hand in a lot of those decisions, and then, you know, some people don't. But um, I tend to think he does, and I don't think that makes me better than somebody who doesn't, but I tend to. It does. I feel it like if you're going to – well, I feel like if you're going to err on the side one way or another, for me, I would rather err on the side that he does. Um, I don't know. That's just me. Maybe that's – some people call that a crutch, I guess. I don't know. But um, but I, I, I do that. If they do, they should know crutches are awesome because you can get two crutches <laughs> and then act like you're walking with peg legs. So nothing wrong with crutches. Did you ever have crutches when you were a kid? Uh, I busted on my foot one time, and I was like, yes, I finally get to be the kid with crutches. Because, you know, you always get to do the thing where you walk with no feet, then you get to do Right, that's where, where I was going with that, yeah. Really far, and then I realized I just needed a boot. So I wore some awful boot, and I just walked around like I was just some, like, weirdo, like uh, Igor who just learned to walk straight. Yeah, I never had crutches. I always thought that would be fun. Yeah. I, never, I just broke my pinky once in a basketball game, so... Nothing cool for that. The physical therapy, though, that was weird. Okay, I'm sorry. What? All right, you ready for the next one? We got, sure. We need to get to the important stuff. Are you ready? We're going to get deep here. And we're going to delve into, into, into like, your flux capacitor. Are you ready? Okay, let's do it. Let's, let's get real. If your real-life world was a 90s TV show, which one would it be? Like, this is your reality. Is this, you live in this, this TV show. Which one will you got? Um, man, I wish I could, was looking at a list of 90s TV shows right now. Um, I'll accept things on the fringe. Like, things on the outside. Like, if it maybe rolls up I mean, one way or the other. I, I wish it was Saved by the Bell, which I don't know if that's late 80s or 90s or not, but. No, that's um, solid 90s. Okay. I like. I kind of always wish wished it was Saved by the Bell. I mean, I don't know how many people out there wish they were Slater, but oh. to me it was all Zach all day. Um, I wanted to be Zach. I I wanted Kelly Kapowski um, figuratively oh, yeah. and literally. I mean, she was hot, and you know. Metaphorically. Yes, but like in, even in even in real life, it was like I wanted to be with with the hot chick. Like I. I don't know. I could actually get myself in trouble if I keep going this direction, so let's not go there. Um, but Eric, if you're listening, thank you for listening to my podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, but I just, like, I don't know. Oh, crap. I can't say it. I'm just, it's going to make me sound like a, a dirtbag. Um, so let's just say, yeah, I wanted Kelly Kapowski in in real life and metaphorically. I wanted to be with the good-looking girl. I wanted to be Zach Morris, even though I wasn't. I don't know. I think some people walk around with, like, maybe a little bit too high – um, perception of themselves, and maybe some people are always too negative. I think I was probably maybe too high on myself a little bit. Not that I thought I was really good looking, but just that, like, yeah, I'm, I, I I deserve to be with like a good looking girl. That's a nice girl, and I'm not gonna settle for somebody that I don't want to be with. Um, so I think that I was maybe channeling a little bit of Zach there. I also always wish that I could stop time and like oh, explain things yes. to people. 
Um, That's the best I still, part. I, I, I still wish that to this day, like, especially when I'm watching my son play baseball and, like, I see a teachable moment. It's like, man, Google, why can't you invent this yet where I can pause this and, like, walk out there and be like, look at what's happening. Um, if they did, Apple yeah. would on the top. Yeah, right. They would come up with something that was just as cool. But, um, I, yeah, I don't know. That kind of feels like a cop-out answer because I'm not really in high school anymore, but definitely – I mean, who doesn't want to be Zach Morris? I always wish I was Zach Morris. Nobody not in the right mind. I mean, Slater even right. wanted to be him. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're right about that. He did. He came in and he was just trying to do. He was trying to take Zach's role. You know. Hey, do you remember the show that the was like a year or two before it was Saved by the Bell? It was Good Morning Miss Something. Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about? Well, it was like pre Saved by the Bell. I know the first. The first season of Saved by the Bell, well, I should, the first season, like, that you can watch on Netflix or whatever of Saved by the Bell, um, it has Haley, what's her face, Haley Mills as Miss Bliss. Um, yes. Good morning, Miss And, Bliss. yeah, and I think Zach, uh, is Zach in that? I think Zach is in that, but Slater's not. It's that other dude. Yeah. My, my kids were actually just watching it the other day. Um, but maybe there was something that even predated that, but... Do you remember, I think, I want to say that Saved by the Bell started off, like, as a weeknight primetime show and then moved to Saturday morning. Do you know if that's true? I don't remember the Saturday mornings. I remember it came on literally every morning, like, after, I guess they were in the college years, the high school one would come on every single morning, and I'd eat, I'd like to eat some Eggos and watch it. Yeah. What What are some of your favorite episodes that just come to mind? Um, the one, the, the one where Slater shoves Zach into the locker, like legit shoves him because I, I love it mainly because I saw that happen at, when I was teaching, uh, a kid got a fight and it was real bloody and he tried to sneak around the back and a coach saw him and shoved him into a locker. It was great. It was oh, just wow. like it. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Obviously, you know, so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. So that's a good one. I like, I really like the sprain. Do you remember that one? Yes, with the dance they did. Yes, with the around. dance, and it's everybody do the sprain and screeches limping around like thriller limp or something. Um, do you remember the one where they had a party at Screech's house and the Elvis statue got broken, the Elvis bust thing? I don't remember that, that one. Was, was that his mom's or something? One. Yeah, it was his mom's Elvis thing, and it got broken, and um, yeah. Yeah, that was another so one. So essentially like the Brady Bunch episode where they were playing ball in the house, but it was for Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Probably a lot of correlations between Saved by the Bell and the Brady Bunch. Which there should be. Mm. All right. You ready? You ready for a segment? Our first segment? I am. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> this, segment, this segment is called Face Off. All right? You pick okay. any person or character in the world – and I have to pretend to be that person, and then I'll pick any person or character in the world, and you have to pretend to be that person, and then I'll give us a scenario, and then we have our conversation. Are you ready? This is the first time I've ever done this segment, and I have good feelings about it. Good feelings in my okay. heart. Okay. I have so to you want to go person first? for you to be. So hard. This is like there's no boundaries on what person I can pick here. There's um, no boundaries. Adam Lambert or Chris Allen. Either one can sing it. No boundaries. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that's impressive. How could you remember that the name of that song? Um, um, I, 
because Chris Allen plays in the town next to me like every other weekend. Yeah, nice. All right, how about I go with – shoot. Um, how about you be Simon Powell? <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Dang it, I'm going to change my name because I had you as a British person. Uh, <sighs> I was I was going to have you be J.K. Rowling, just so you know. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix it up. Okay. Oh, that's All right. funny. I – I could have, I could have, I don't know that I could have done good with J.K. Rowling anyway, so. Um, oh, I think you, you could have. Oh, have you never read Harry Potter? Well, this will make you really mad, probably, but I read the first five books, and I haven't read the number six and number seven yet. It was what like three years ago. I don't know what I'm waiting for. Still and I've never seen the movies. Oh, man. You have so much life left to live. I just figured out what you should I know. do at work, at work for the next two days. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. <clears throat> okay, you ready? I got yours. This is the worst. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You okay. should read my next book, The Casual Vacancy. Sorry, that's my J.K. Rowling impression. That's, right. that's, that was yeah. good, J.K. Rowling. I'm impressed you knew the name of her new book. That comes out this week. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I'm glad you did because that brings me to this. Our sponsor today is The Casual Vacancy by J.K. Rowling. This time, <laughs> it's not Harry Potter. All right, thank you for, for promoing our sponsor. Okay, you ready? Okay, now yeah. uh, I might have to. A, please don't hate me for what I what who you I gave, I'm going to give you. B, if you don't know who they are, we can change it. You ready? Okay. I'm going to go with Scruff McGruff. You know who that is? Is that the crime, crime dog? dog? Yes, yeah, Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois. She loves this wild too. Okay. <laughs> are you ready? Do you need to get into character? I can't. I'm trying to remember what McGruff. I can't even remember McGruff talking. I think he just. But I'll try. Like, he's a dog, and he's like, "Don't do drugs." Pretty much. Like <laughs> what the don't, don't do drugs was like, "Don't do crimes." I can't remember. Yeah. Oh we'll yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Gateway. Okay. You ready? Here's our situation. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I keep coughing. I'm just so excited about this segment. All right. Okay. You ready for this? I gotta give the segment music. Face off. Okay. You ready? Um, yeah. huh. So, Simon Cowell and Scruff McGruff the Crime Dog were on the eighth hour of a road trip to Disney World and were lost in Florida. Okay. okay? All right. You ready? Yep. Where are you even first. driving to? Are you even driving anywhere? Have you been looking where we've been going? <laughs> Shut up. I'm, <laughs> wow, this is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Dang it. Um, okay, hold on. Let me get into character. Okay. Uh, you want me to start over? Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah, start over. Start over. I really got to get – it's hard for me to get into character here. Okay. okay I'll, uh, yeah, you ready? Have you even been looking at your GPS? You're supposed to need navigating. You're not doing anything, but you're sitting there. Will you shut up already, Cowell? Do you see what I'm trying to do here? You keep pretending you're driving on the other side of the car like a freaking British idiot. Gosh. You bloody Americans don't know. It works better with your peripheral vision, your cerebral cortex. You know anything at all? Have you ever been to school? Whatever. Can you just shut up? Reach in the back. i got a bag of dog bones back there. Can you grab one for me? 
we ain't got time. We ain't got time for that. We've got to get to Disney World. Uh, some people expect me to be there. I know you've been irrelevant for 20 years, but I'm, I'm the owner and runner and star of the X Factor with Britney Spears. Listen, listen Captain Phoenix. Do you understand what happens to me at Disney World? I walk around, people are like, oh, is that Pluto? No, it's freaking McGruff the crime dog. Really annoying. Oh, I have to, the only thing I ever have to worry about is people think that I own American Idol because that girl's name is Simon as well. You know what? So my problems are being another rich person, not another cartoon dog. I don't understand well, your problems. All I care about is getting to Disney World. No, I know what you care about. All you care about is chasing tail. I see the way you look at those. 17-year-old girls that are singing up there. you got that smirk in your eye. It's disgusting. I should I freaking cruff my grime dog, my crime, crime dog, arrest you for statutory rape in your head. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get fired as an educator right now. All right. Uh, I believe you're a little off there. All I do is judge talent. I'm a talent judge. That's why I own and run and produce and star on The X Factor with Britney Spears. Uh, Welcome to Third Dimension. <laughs> and I, I don't we crashed and die. <laughs> we crashed and yeah. die. I'm sorry. I totally crashed that segment. No, no, we crashed the car. Oh, okay. We crashed the car. Was our, 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 I was reaching for a dog bone because I, I'm, you know, while I have this tough exterior as Simon Cowell, I, uh, you know, I really do just want you to have your dog bone and be happy. I want you to enjoy being around me. Don't yeah, you feel like that, though? That's, I feel like Simon is, like, the biggest perv in the world like, when he looks at oh, those yeah. girls. Or oh, yeah. Me? He seems like a okay. super skis. Like, you, yeah. you can tell he just puts on a face of no emotion so that he doesn't, like, yeah. get that wolf cartoon. Oh, God. Google <laughs> guys. <laughs> you just right. know he's just holding it all back because he's a creep one. Are you right, thumbs up or thumbs down on – are you thumbs up or thumbs down on Seacrest? On what? Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest, yeah. You know what? I'll give you this. The dude's kind of, he's like bread. He's kind of bland, but mm-hmm. I mean, the dude does, I mean, he's got style. You can't, you got to respect a little yeah. bit of that. He's got, he dresses nice, and I don't know, I, I think he cares a little too much about his height, because, you know, he never will admit how tall he is, and I think. Right. But, but he, I mean, yeah, he's good I would, at what he does. I'll give him that. I, I, I'll, I'll throw this at you. Tyler Tarver is to Ryan Gosling as Brian Lane is to Brian Seacrest. Really? In the in the man crush department, not in the I think I look like him department. Oh, you got big man crush. I don't, I don't think I look like. For the record, I don't think I look like Ryan Gosling, except for the white. Well, that's what's out. That's what's out there on the internet. So that's uh, the word. I understand. Some people say I'm like the, the poor man's Ryan Gosling, but that's mm-hmm. that's fine. I'll take it all day, and I, I'm not gonna lie. It makes my heart feel better. But right. I don't want to. I don't want to be like. I don't want to sound like a tool. But yeah, Ryan Seacrest. I, I did not know that, man. You've you've kept that. I don't haven't seen anything about that. Have you do you promote that? Yeah, I don't promote that very much, but I mean it's pretty common knowledge. My wife pokes fun at me a lot. I just I think he's good at what he does. He I just have a lot of respect for like people who host events and do that kind of thing because I know to to inject enough personality in it to not be to not like kill the buzz on something, but but still to be able to get out of the way and let the other talent. I just. I appreciate that, and I think he pulls it off. And even I even remember back in season one before they get rid of Brian Dunkelman, I was like, the Seacrest dude is killing it. Dunkelman is a disaster, and then they got rid of him. So I felt validated. So you've been with American Idol for a while now. Well, I had been, but the past, like, three seasons, probably three or four, we haven't watched. 
Um, but we were solid on like the first seven. I'm I'm a huge fan of the beginning auditions when the bad people come out. Like I don't care if they know they're bad. Like I don't care if the, they put the bad people out there on purpose. I just I can't get enough of it. It kills me. It slays me. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely hands down. Like I I never watched American Idol until the dude from Arkansas got really far on it, and then okay. I watched that season and the next one. So my my base knowledge isn't great, except for I know that Kelly and Justin came out with a movie that was in the Walmart bargain bin really quickly. So that's all <laughs> yeah, I know about the early season. Right. But uh, I will tell you this: I did I did own I say own because I didn't buy. I legally downloaded all William Hung songs, you know, and he came from that beginning. American Idol, yes. correct? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. So, so hands down, that was my favorite part. She bangs, yeah. Yes, he does. And but that's just because she's starting the gong. She's not like anything inappropriate. In case any of the people from the exactly. government are listening. Right. Okay. All right, you ready? Next segment. Okay. Yeah. This is our second to last segment. This is this is the one I've brought. This is this is the, the commonplace on talk hugs. Okay. You okay. Ready? This is called Would You Rather. All right, this is our okay. Would You Rather segment. So I'm going to give you a Would You Rather. Now, you could obviously just pick based on based on what you hear, but let it be but let it be known. Often what you hear is the top tier. There's obviously, if you dig a little bit, just, just scoop your hands in the dirt, you're going to feel that it's soft, warm, and there's a well of, of vast information in there. Okay? So you just got to keep asking questions, and I'll keep letting you know more and more about your situation. Sound good? Okay, you you broke up a couple times there, and I missed a few words. Okay. Um, it went from would you rather to digging in a well. <laughs> I'm a, I, I, I apologize for the technical difficulties. No, it's my fault. I'm driving through the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, okay. which is most of Arkansas. Okay, you ready? Um, yes. Ask the, the trick is to ask questions because that way you can find out more about the questions. It's not always what it appears. Okay, is this the – do they have to be yes or no questions? No, you can ask any kind of question you want. Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my would you rather music because nobody's volunteered to make music for me yet, so I just have to do it. Dun, 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 dun. Would you rather? Okay, here we yeah. go. Thanks. Um, all right. Would you rather own like you could only wear shirts with holes cut out of the nipples, or once every hour you have to yell. Butt drums. Butt drums? Butt drums. B like Jessica, space. Jessica Buttrum? B-U-T-T space. Yeah, like like Jessica Buttrum, but there's a space and it's D-R-U in there. Okay. Butt drums. Okay. Okay, so go ahead. You can ask some questions, then I'll let you see if you can make the correct decision. Okay. Um, is there a requirement for how loud I have to yell at? Yes. Like You have to yell at I can't at just it. whisper it. Like, it, it not to the pitch where it, it breaks and nobody can understand you, but to the pitch where everyone in the room you're in and then all adjacent rooms can hear you. You will go. Like, are, we talking, are we talking about for a, for a day, a week, or indefinitely? For the rest of your life. Rest of my and life. Once every hour, you yell butt drums. Like, people will say um, by it. Am I – I'm allowed to wear, like – Garments over my nippleless shirt. Yes, but if it is something that goes over your nipples, there will be holes where they are. Like <laughs> essentially, if you wear five layers, there will be five holes, and you'll be able to see it from the outside. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> wow. Well, yeah. it's almost like your nipples shoot lasers and they cut holes in your, your clothing, which is actually what happens. That's how you yeah. get the holes. Because every time something tries to cover it, your nipples are like, nope, laser time. Yeah. And shoot. Okay. Um, I'm not particularly uh, um, worried about my nipples. Like, I'm not uh, – I can't think of the word right now, but they don't bother me. Like, I'm not afraid to show them off. Um, yeah. I haven't – I'm not a nipple model. Um, I haven't entered any nipple contests, but um, – Did that take out know. my next three questions I had? That's the first thing I did. Um, they're, uh, yeah, they're, so I'm not necessarily worried about that. I guess what motivates me in just about everything in life really is how much is this going to make me have to talk to people that I don't want to talk to? Like, I'm not a big small talk guy. I'm not a, I'm not a big life of the party. Let's talk to everybody guys. So like, I'm just thinking if I'm walking through the mall, what's going to draw more attention to me? You know, three layers with no nipples um, or yelling out butt drums loud enough that everybody in the store hears me. I want to say I want to say the nippleless shirt so bad. Like, I want to I say it, but I feel like if somebody had a uh, – what about when I'm sleeping? I don't have to wake up and yell butt drums, do I? Yes. Once every hour, you're, you will wake up and go, butt drums. Okay. And, and well, then I can never sleep in a – in bed with my wife again because that's going to get old. Um, so the, if that's the case, then then I'm, I will probably have to go with the nippleless shirt um, because the sleep thing. Shirt? If it was only when I was awake, and if like I could have a couple exception cards that I could play, like if I was at a funeral or in a church service or like in a tent with my sleeping kids or something. If I had a few exception cards, and if I didn't have to wake up to do it, I might give that a shot. But without that, I'm going to have to go with nipples really? 24 seconds. <laughs> so you're going to have to wear, like, at at funerals, at, at your daughter's wedding, you'll have to wear tuxes with the nipples cut out of them when you're walking down the aisle. <laughs> I Church, think you're going to have, like, a tie and a suit, and it's going to be like, hey, there they are. I mean, at some point, people are going to know that that's my gig. You know, that's that's my jam, and I just – I'm the nipple guy. I feel like – that's the other part of it. Like, fast forward two years, you know, 95% of the people in my life know me as the nipple guy, so they're kind of over it. But yeah, And it's not really going to bother them so much. But if we're, like, trying to watch the Super Bowl and I'm like, butt drums, like on fourth and three with two minutes left, that's going to, like, consistently annoy people. Whereas I think they'll they'll be able to just get used to the nipples. Um, but you forgot this part of the story. And <clears throat> in two years from now, um, Pennsylvania gets uh, a new football team called the Pennsylvania Butt Drums, and they're your favorite team. So you know, how about that? That's in part I of the scenario. Yeah, I didn't factor that in. And the other thing to consider too is that I don't know if I'd have to move. I mean, with the with the harsh winters of the Northeast. Like, what would happen to my nipples five years down the road? Would they just be, like, leathery, like like a five-year-old Skechers shoe? Like, I, I I hate to see what my nipples would look like at that point. Um, well, they're going to – well, as time goes by, your nipples gradually build calluses upon calluses, and in mm. 14 years, they'll look like Madonna, early career. <laughs> like, they'll look like those, those that comb bra she wears. 
Maybe it'll just stick go through the hole. And, yeah. Yeah. See, that would be that would be unfortunate, but um, I still I still I would rather interrupt somebody's life with a visual that they can kind of ignore rather than audio that it's a little bit harder to ignore. I think I think that's that's what I'm going to go with. Plus, my daughter would never want to be with me. Like, as it is now, we have a rule that I'm not allowed to yell things in the mall because when we're – my one thing that I always yell, this is kind of like our thing with our family, is that if I ever see a Dippin' Dots, I have to yell out, Dippin' Dots, just like that. And so I do have grace for that, and I love yelling it out because it's ridiculous, whole ice cream of the future yeah. thing. Everybody's made that it's joke. Tradition. Tradition. Yeah. So that one I can do, but, like, otherwise, I promised my daughter that if we're walking in the mall, I won't give a, ah, because I, I like to do that in public places. So I think it's funny. So when I'm with my son, I can do that stuff, but my daughter put the kibosh on that. And so if I had to yell out butt drums, um, it would probably ruin my relationship with my daughter. And but, I she, but she's cool with nipple dad. She's okay with that, <laughs> you think? <laughs> she's going to have to be. She's going to have to be cool with it. Um, actually, you know what? She probably wouldn't be either. So basically, you just ruined my relationship with my daughter. That's <laughs> uh, okay. The, 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 really, the worst thing is that you can't try on clothes anymore. If you go into the store and try a shirt on, your laser nipples go, and it shoots a hole in there. Oh, I forgot to buy it. Well, well like, shove it under the seat. Hope they don't see it until you leave. Yeah, I guess if you're going to go laser nipples, then that is a problem. I, You know, if it was that, any shirt that I walked in the door with, I had to cut the nipples out myself. Um, although, then again, I would probably want to – that would work, except I would, like, want to know what is this shirt going to look like when my nipples show through. So I'd probably have to, like, buy nipple stickers to put on them, and, like, when I tried clothes on, I'd have to put the nipple stickers on. That would be pretty – Let's make it ahead. And, like, I hope yeah. your stickers are, like, generic teacher good job stickers. So, like, it has a nipple and it says, great job or A plus <laughs> on the nipple. So I think that's good. What uh, what, right. what kind of nipples are you working with? Are you got you got pennies, quarters, dimes? I think mine are pennies. I got pretty pretty small ones. They're not they're not yeah. great. And they don't, like, you know, some people have the kind that are, like, trying to leave their body. I call them the alien stomach nipples, you know, because <laughs> yeah. an alien they think comes out of the stomach. It's just, like, they're pressing out. Mine are pretty yeah. pretty uh, flush with the rest of me. So yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I probably work in some pennies as well. There you go. Okay, good. So that that uh, you know what? That's actually the correct choice. So you won. Would you rather? Whew. Twelve points. Nice. I know that was close. That was close. I think everybody out there probably just got pregnant. They're so excited about what's happened. All right. <laughs> I don't think that that's not appropriate. Okay. All right. You have almost made it to the end of, of this, and I'm I'm really proud of you. I'm really so proud of you. You've done great. Thank you. Okay, last segment. <clears throat> this is called the shameless self-promotion segment. All right, hit me with a beat. You ready? B. Oh, hit you with a beat? Yeah. No, hit me with a beat. I thought you were saying B. A B. I thought I was going to spell my last name or spell my first name. <laughs> Please, Same, spell your first name as I sing it. You ready? Go. B. This is time for shameless emotions. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, you got, you're not bra. You got to finish it out. A to the N. Oh. Yeah, you already know. Put it on the floor. Thank you. That was good. Okay, shameless self-promotions. What you got going on? What do you want people to see? Um, 
I got. I guess my my book that we talked about. Um, it's going to be on Amazon, and there'll be a website too, probably clamsarmiserable.com, where people can check it out. And maybe if people start saying good things about my book, I'll put some blurbs up there. Um, but yeah, if if any bloggers are listening and they want to be a part of a community, I know a lot of bloggers out there already kind of have these organic communities that formed. But if they want to jump in with my community and um, maybe get my ear a little bit more and I can help them with stuff, and um, we have some pretty cool stuff planned for that, they can check that out at mykillertribe.com. And, uh, yeah, so I would say the book and the website. And and I'm still blogging about three times a week, two or three times a week at brianlane.com, just Whatever strikes my fancy, whatever I want to talk about, whether it's sports or family or funny um, or nipple shirts, you know. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. I think you might just change the title, nippleshirts.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's definitely the longest that I've ever talked about my nipple. So um, definitely broke well, You know, we're all about breaking the record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, yeah, check out killertribes.com. BrianLane.com and go buy his book. Yeah, come on now. That's what's up. Uh, Brian, I appreciate you 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 talking to me on the telephone. Technology, man. Am I right? Yeah, man. Thank you for um, having the idea to to do this podcast and for embracing me with your words in the, in a talk hub format and, and for thinking of me. Yes, it was full body. Um, yeah. Uh, there was a little bit of grindage that made me a little bit uncomfortable, but um, not me. But it's, it's all right. <laughs> it's all it's all good, and uh, I'm I'm happy that I'm not only your fourth person on the podcast. That's right, right, number four. Correct. Uh, I'm not. I'm happy that I'm I'm not only the fourth person on the podcast, but I'm your fourth favorite friend. Basically, that's what I'm getting out of this. So that's that's exactly um, the order I'm going. I'm like, okay, who is my best friend? I'm like. Boom, number one. And your wife hasn't been on the podcast yet, right? No, she's she's number eighteen. Okay, so I've already got a pencil. Yeah, maybe that explains. That might explain the grinding a little bit more, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, thank you so much, dude. Thank you, Brian. For real, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, that's another one in the books. Thanks a lot to Brian Elaine for coming out. Talking to me on the phone for that long? I know it can be a hassle. That's what my mother and my wife and anyone else ever met says. What? They're on drugs, probably. All right. Thanks again. If you want, follow Talk Hugs on Twitter, at Talk Hugs. Go to TalkHugs.com. We'll take you to the Facebook page. Let us get into the triple digits. I don't know. We're like one-fifth of that. Who knows? I'm not that great at math, apparently. Also, if you want a free audio book of my book, Letters to Famous People, all you got to do is go on iTunes, search Talk Hugs, rate it five stars, and leave a comment. That is that plus up. Make sure you follow Brian Elaine on Twitter, at Brian Elaine. And you can also go to his website, BrianElaine.com, and buy everything he's ever done. Dude's the boss. That's what's up. What does that smell like? Sounds like I'm out. Boy. Uh, freestyle rap. Uh, uh. Everybody in the club want to drink ice water, because that is good for you and nice. Also, it has zero calories, and that is good for me, and good for you, and everybody who eats food. Because food isn't that great for you, but we still eat it like 15,000 times a day. Burn me. Whoa, I'm not great at rapping.